I'm Heidi Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do these a couple of times a week. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. You can also catch me live Sunday night, 7 to 9 p.m., 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis. This last week, I was in Washington, D.C. for the Federation for American Immigration Reform's annual Hold Their Feet to the Fire event, where we talked to a lot of people who are involved in the border crisis, whether it's parents whose children have been killed by illegals, whether it's drug enforcement agents who are dealing with this, border patrol agents, law enforcement of various kinds. Derek Maltz joined me. He's a former special agent with the DEA, spent 28 years working in that arena, still continues to give back. Now, we did this conversation live, so it's not going to be studio quality as far as the audio, so just bear with me. Derek, have you ever seen anything like what's happening now, the amount of drugs coming into our country through the porous borders or the amount of people who are dying? No, it's unprecedented. I have seen uh, you know, China's role in the drug crisis uh, for several years now, which is also being underreported. Right. And China was first dumping all the synthetic drugs like K2 Spice, mm-hmm cathinones, you know, cannabinoids and bath salts and kids were getting sick and poisoned. That was like 2009, 11, 12, 13, 14, right? right? It's still happening, but much less. Then they started the fentanyl around 2013. Then they connected with, then they connected with the cartels. And unfortunately now the cartels are making billions of dollars and our kids are dying at record levels. The the DEA, like they just put out the stats this week, uh, 9.5 million pills, fake pills had been seized. DEA administrator reported that 40% of the pills that are analyzed have lethal doses of fentanyl. One kilogram of fentanyl can kill 500,000 people. So what we have is a chemical war against our country and our kids. What is the ultimate goal for China? Is it to destroy us from within by killing our kids? Okay, so let's look at it like this. I'm I'm not a Communist Party of China expert, but I've talked to a lot of experts. I read about it. At the end of the day, they have unrestricted warfare. They can't bomb America right now. Or they're not going to bomb America. They're not going to invade us. And they're not going to invade us. They're not going to send soldiers here. So as part of their campaign, if they can destabilize their adversary, they can undermine their adversary, weaken their adversary. That's their goal. Number one goal. This is not about money from China's standpoint. They're providing the chemicals that are the precursors, the important chemicals to make fentanyl. And the Mexican cartels are making it at record levels. Now, from the cartel standpoint, they're trying to maximize profits. That's all they care about. They do not care about the deaths. They do not care about anything other than maximizing the profits. So fentanyl is so cheap to buy and to make that their profits have gone through the roof. So if they kill off 25% of the customers, no they big deal. Care. A lot of these kids are not people or young people, young adults are not people who are necessarily addicts. They may want one pill, they may run out of something else and they take it and they don't realize that what they're getting is fentanyl. I'm not making excuses, but I'm just saying that a lot of the people aren't uh, living in a bad lifestyle, and they're just taking these pills thinking they're going to be okay. Exactly. So when the powder is made in Mexico in these labs, they will make the pills, the fake pills. They call them M30s, Oxy, Blue 30s, all these different names. And those are the pills that kids believe they're taking a legitimate opioid called Oxycontin, right, or hydrocodone or Vicodin. But it's actually poison. It's actually fentanyl, and it's going to kill them instantly. Forty percent of the pills are going to kill. Now, there's also mixture of fentanyl in cocaine. There's mixtures of fentanyl in meth. There's mixtures of fentanyl and heroin. So there are people in America that have a cocaine addiction. They, they're going to snort a couple of lines, but now they're going to die. Right. And everyone's going to say, why did they die? Because fentanyl. But the real thing is they're deceiving our kids. They're going after our kids. That's why I say Mexican cartels are the enemy of our children. 
They're destroying our future generation. 100,000 dead last year, 93,000, but I believe it's way higher. CDC does a horrible job at the statistic. To answer your question, I'm going to give you a real scenario. In the world that we live in, there's a lot of social anxiety, right, for everyone, including myself. Right. You go to the doctor, you get a Xanax prescription, right? So you're my mother, you get Xanax prescription, great. You're feeling better, and I'm seeing mom's feeling better. And I'm like, what is that stuff? I'm going to check it out. I take one. Then I take two, but now she has none left in the bottle. So I can't take it from mom. I order from Snapchat or Instagram or social media. I get it from a friend, and that's when they die. They think they're taking legitimate prescriptions, but they're not. And that's why if you're not getting it from a doctor and your name's not on the bottle, Mm -hmm. don't touch it. I just saw you on Fox the other day talking about a beautiful young girl getting ready to graduate law school who died from this same kind of scenario. Talk a little bit about that because these stories are just all so tragic. I know the father very well, Matt Capilouto, and he tells the story. It's heartbreaking. Like his daughter came home from Arizona State University, a senior, mm-hmm. three days before Christmas. She's having a good night. She goes up to a bedroom, and then in the morning, they find her dead. Well, what she did was she ordered a fake pill on social media. The drug dealer delivered it to the house, and then the mother found it dead in the bedroom. Unfortunately, that's like the norm now. This this 13-year-olds, I've heard as young as 11, that are dying from the fentanyl poisoning. And, you know, we have a lot of families that I support. We were down here uh, rallying on August 27th in front of the Chinese embassy. 35 states were represented. And I was listening to the stories, and it's just heartbreaking. There was a cop from Chicago. There was another cop from Los Angeles. These are decorated police officers, had no idea. Most people have no idea. I was talking to even reporters here. They never even heard of fentanyl. They didn't know it was in counterfeit pills. That's because the Washington, D.C. leaders are not talking about it because they don't want to attach it to the border and China. These These are controversial political discussions. And it shouldn't even be a political discussion. It's actually happening every day in America. Now, you've been making a lot of documentaries about this. Talk about that. And tell people where they can find them. So, yeah. So we have a Facebook uh, site called Lost Voices of Fentanyl and the Fentanyl Coalition. Those are the two main ones. But I also have a YouTube uh, channel under my name, Derek Maltz, and I post everything on that channel. And, of course, the Twitter and the other stuff. But the main thing is, is the parents have to be educated on what it is so they can have uh, conversations with their kids because you don't get a second chance. Kids are going to make mistakes, but kids shouldn't be dying from mistakes. They should learn from mistakes. A lot of these kids are just normal. Yes. hundred percent. When you and I were down at the border doing a rally a couple of months ago, there were some people who had an entire banner with thousands of faces of people who died from this. And when they unfurled that, I mean, it's just, it's hard to even imagine or explain to anybody. So just so you know, I mean, I make the collages every single day. As a matter of fact, I can't keep up with the pictures. So I have an ongoing collage, as I think I've showed you. There's now 24 of these collages. There's 90 kids on every one of them. Then they blow them up into the banners. And if you look at these kids, they could be our kids, our nieces, our nephews, anyone's kids. How many kids are we losing per day? Do we actually know? Well, according to CDC statistics last year, it comes out to like 255 dead every, uh, every day. Now, I believe it's probably closer to 300. But the other thing, just so you know, this just came out. San Diego just reported last week, I read about it, that in the last five years, they, they've seen a 1,300% increase in fentanyl-related deaths. A couple of months at the end of July, uh, Orange County, California, put out a similar report. They were at 1,067%. But let me give you one stat that will blow you away. The DEA Phoenix office, one office of the DEA, in 2015, they seized zero fake pills. 
In 2020, they see six million. This year already, close to seven million. It's probably over seven million now. Now, if you do the math, right, 40% of these pills can kill. You see what's going on, right? And it's all over the place. We, we have no idea how many pills are out there in circulation. Synthetic fentanyl, from a law enforcement standpoint, I started seeing it as the head of the Special Operations Division around 2012, 2013. Okay, so it's the synthetic version. Right. Okay. But this was made in labs, in Wuhan-style labs in China. Wuhan. Right. Yeah. And what happened was we started seeing deaths all over the Northeast, and we started seeing deaths in Florida. Then when we looked at it further, we, we opened up an operation called Operation Deadly Merchant. Mm -hmm. That was to address the fentanyl deaths, okay? Right. And what happened was it just started escalating. Wow. And then we started seeing the cartels mixing in. Then we started seeing a shift of they no longer were selling it on the Internet and not at the same volume. They was, they're still selling it all over. But they started selling wholesale-level quantities of fentanyl, uh, fentanyl in kilo quantities from China to cartels. Three to 5,000 a kilo. You know what they get for those pills? Like in Arizona right now, you get a pill for $2. Mm -hmm. You could sell that same pill somewhere in the country for $80. Most, mostly it's like $20 or $40. Oh, but do the math, the profit that they're making. Right. And now what they're doing is they're sending the powder into houses all around our country. Mm -hmm. They're buying the pill presses, the pill making the pills in the houses in our country. Right. It's not just made in Mexico. Right. So we're finding pill presses all over. Many of these pill presses says on the side, made in China. They're made in China. What's brilliant to me, Heidi, totally brilliant, is that the cartels are being used by the Chinese criminals to do the dirty work. They're sitting back and right. they don't want their footprints or their handprints right. on this. Right. And Mexican cartels are getting labeled, but China's in the background. All these Chinese business guys that are gambling lots of money, mm -hmm. they're getting the money from the cartels throughout the country and they're laundering it through the casinos. Okay. And then they're sending on their banking apps money they're transferring money in their chinese accounts to these different bad guys wow. and then what they do is they buy goods in china and ship them to mexico they sell the goods and then the money's been laundered so they're brilliant and i give them a, i give them a thumbs up for their operational plan but unfortunately our kids are dying and we need to stand up much stronger and we have to be more vocal i was very happy to see the dea administrators release this week because it's starting to get some attention and people are starting to pay more attention so we're going to save more life now, one of the things a lot of people may not know is that you've got the cartels with China and the South America and also Iran all working together. Talk a little bit about that. Absolutely. Like Project Cassandra was a major operation that we did when I was at the Special Operations Division. They're still doing it. And that was targeting Hezbollah, which is the proxy terrorist organization for Iran. Hezbollah is very aligned with the Mexican cartels. As a matter of fact, one of our main targets, Amon Juma, was indicted in the Eastern District of Virginia for moving the proceeds of 85,000 kilograms of cocaine for low set this cartel. And they have these very elaborate trade-based money laundering schemes. They move, like, for example, they're buying used cars all over America. They're sending them on shipping company lines, Hezbollah-owned company lines, ship the cars to West Africa, and they sell it. They sell the cars 25 30% profit, and then they're building up this mass amounts of, of earnings, but it's all based on cocaine distribution all over the world. It's a long story. I don't want to bore you now, but, but it's important how, how the tenants affect everything. Yes. So we have so many different angles, but the, the main angle that you need to know is that ter terrorist organizations in the world are tapping into the proceeds of crime now more than ever because it's easy money. Right. They need money to operate. They need cash. Mm -hmm. You can't pay a corrupt general with a Visa or a, or a MasterCard. Right. You need cash. 
And so the, the traffickers are working closely with these terrorist groups and everybody's winning except us. We're losing. And unfortunately, now our kids are suffering. Our families are suffering. Talk about the impact that open borders have on this entire situation. You know, I always try to be fair with this stuff, right? Obviously, this open border madness is beyond comprehension and how stupid it is and how much it's impacting national security. However, I will say this. When we talk about the drug deaths, we only have the statistics from 2020, right? So we don't even have the Biden death statistics yet. Oh, okay. So, but here's the thing. He was the vice president under, you know, the Obama administration. And my knowledge of this madness that we see now started right around that time. So again, I'm not about pointing fingers and stuff, but I will tell you that there's enough blame to go around. But right now, I'd like to know why our drug czar's office is not putting out public service announcements on mainstream media, why they're not doing Super Bowl ads, why they're not doing, you know, obviously Super Bowl's coming up, but why they're not doing commercials during NFL games right. when you have a lot of viewers, a lot of kids. Right. This has got to be done. Otherwise, kids are just going to continue to die. Right. And what's sad is that the families don't understand it. Like, why isn't anybody talking Nobody's about this? Talking about- why can't they do an ad using some of the collages you make of all these pictures? I'm sure the parents would approve. Why can't they do that and run that as a PSA? I can do the ad myself, right. and I'm not even an advertising expert, mm. right? So this is simple. So the first thing parents have to do is educate themselves about this, right? I mean, that the information's out there. People actually want to open their eyes and pay attention. You could go on Google, just put fentanyl deaths, and you mm. could get so much information, you don't even have to listen mm-hmm. to me, right? Mm-hmm. It's all there. You can go to my YouTube channel. Just watch. I, you know what I had to do? Heidi, this is really sad. I'm very obsessive, right? So I'm on the, all these news stations all the time talking about this, and it's like not resonating, right? And so I had to make like a five-minute edit of all my appearances mm-hmm. on these networks mm-hmm. to talk about this fentanyl, the Chinese, the money laundering, just right. to kind of say, look, wake up. I know you got a YouTube, your channel, you're found on YouTube under Derek Maltz, M-A-L-T-Z. D-E-R-E-K. People can check that out. Tell me about your Facebook page again. What's the name of it? Well, Lost Voices of Fentanyl. And then the other one is the Fentanyl Coalition. I also have a Facebook group called National Security and Public Safety, which I post everything. And then, of course, my Twitter is Derek Maltz, one word, underscore senior. And so I put everything out there every day. I'm forwarding stuff. There was a new documentary I just saw, which is so impactful. I recommend everyone watching it, mm-hmm. Dead on Arrival. Can you get it on YouTube? Well, I don't know yet. I'm going to talk to the, uh, the producers of this today and okay. find out where it's accessible. But it's on Facebook right now. If you're just joining us, I'm speaking with Derek Maltz, former special agent with the DEA, about the fentanyl crisis killing our kids. And this is about all Americans. It's not about any... You know, the rich kids, the poor kids, it's every kid, every family. And by the way, you know what's really sad? You know, you see the actor, the wire, Michael, uh, his last name, the wire actor. Great actor, great show. And he died, and then all of a sudden the media starts coming out of the woodwork, right? Mm-hmm. Then there was a New York City uh, police department sergeant who bought fentanyl during his work assignment and died. That was well reported. And then, you know, all these other kids, they, no one's reporting it. Local media does. But the national media has to cover this a lot more. You know, it's really sad because it's about learning because at most parents, 95 percent of the parents, if they learn about this, they get a chance to talk to the kid. This even happened to somebody famous like Eric Bowling, whose only son was killed this way. Oh, Eric Bowling, Admiral Sent. So here's the thing. When I first started this around 2018 with doing documentaries, I worked with Sarah Carter from Fox News. We went to Ohio. We testified in Ohio court with the mother, uh, Heidi Riggs, who lost her daughter, Marin Riggs. Beautiful, beautiful girl. 
And what happened was I started like just listening to all these stories and listening to all these people. And it, it just becomes heartbreaking because like you learn. So Admiral Sandy Winterfell, 40 year decorated Navy Admiral. His kid went to University of Denver, awesome school, 18 years old, gets a call in the middle of the night. Uh, Mr. Winterfeld, unfortunately, your son is dead from fentanyl. So the story after story like this, it, everybody is, uh, you know, vulnerable mm -hmm. because kids make mistakes. Right. We made mistakes, right? right? And kids that's, are impulsive. Yeah. They don't realize. And you know what, Heidi, in fantasy, these kids, there's more anxiety, more craziness going on in this world than we've ever seen. Right. So you can't blame them to want to try to calm down, right? Mm -hmm. So the other message is if your kid has anxiety, don't ignore it. Take them to the doctor. Maybe they need a prescription because if you don't get them the prescription, they're going to buy their own. And that's when they're going to die. That's true. So that's like a yeah. good point, you know, yeah, for, the for the parents. Because you know how it is. Like the parents, they downplay. Ah, oh, little Johnny's fine. We He's good. My kid. my kid is awesome. He's an honest student. Yeah. He'll, he'll learn. Mm -hmm. No, he won't. No, and no. when you watch this, uh, this video, Dead on Arrival, you'll see the mother's crying, the father's crying. The last vision they have is the kid on the gurney. Like, and then the one mother says, in the morgue on the on the on the steel table with the blue sheet and all i saw was his face no mother should ever see that no, no father should ever see that derek maltz former special agent dea champion of these kids today thank you so much for being here i so appreciate it i appreciate it yeah and anything you need let me know and i will send it to you he is truly one of the heroes. By the way, check out Dead on Arrival. It's on YouTube. You can find it, the fentanyl documentary that he mentioned. You can also find him, Derek Maltz, M-A-L-T-Z. Find him, look into this, share this information with friends or family, people you know who are parents, because it is insane. 300 kids a day dying in America? It's unbelievable, unprecedented, and it doesn't need to happen. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget to join me Sunday nights. 7 to 9 p.m. in St. Louis, 97.1 FM Talk. You can also listen live at HeidiHarris.com. There's a link there. Or you can listen on the Odyssey radio app. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y, Odyssey radio app, 97.1 FM Talk. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell.